Minority Retort on X-Ray FM. X-Ray FM. Jason Lamb. Hey everybody, it's time for another edition of Minority Retort. My name is Jason Lamb, I'm the co-host and co-producer of Minority Retort, the comedy show, which you can see at the Siren Theater, that's an old people of color comedy show, hosted by myself, Julia Ramos, and our now rotating cast of POC comedic characters. And uh, before we get into today's interview with my guest, who I'm excited to talk about and talk to you today, um, I just want to say thank you to everybody who came out to see Minority Retort last weekend at the North, Northwest Black Comedy Festival. And we had a sold-out show at Harvey's Comedy Club, where we won Best Showcase. I just want to thank the folks from the Northwest Black Comedy Festival, the founders, Tyrone Collins and Courtney Collins, for having us on the show. Really appreciate it. And uh, it was an awesome turnout and an awesome event. And uh, just a, a weekend of fellowship and black comedy love. So really, really appreciate everybody for coming out to that show. But uh, here on this show, we don't just talk about about comedy and talk to comedians. We also talk to great, creative, thoughtful, and talented people of color doing big things in the community and the world at large. And I'm so excited to have tonight's guest on the show, who's one of the filmmakers behind a documentary called The Buffalo Soldiers of the Pacific Northwest. And we're going to learn more about that today with our guest, Drew Holly. Drew, how are you? What's up, fam? How's it going? <laughs> it's going well. Thanks for joining me on the show today. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. So, uh, as I mentioned, you are one of the filmmakers behind uh, a new documentary uh, called Buffalo Soldiers of the Pacific Northwest, right. and I um, just wanted to find a little bit more uh, about that. Well, first of all, for folks who don't know, uh, who were the Buffalo Soldiers? The Buffalo Soldiers were African-American soldiers that served after the Civil War up until the 20th century. Uh, they mainly fought on the Western frontier, and they got their native their name from the Native Americans on the uh, the, the Plains Indians. Um, they like they their hair they they likened their hair to the to the buffaloes, uh, and they likened their fighting abilities to the buffaloes, mm. and I guess their skin color, and they thought they looked like human buffaloes, so they <laughs> named them <laughs> Buffalo Soldiers, I suppose. And uh, as we said, the, the, the name of the uh, documentary is The Buffalo Soldiers of the Pacific Northwest. And I wonder if you could just explain what the Pacific Northwest connection is uh, to the Buffalo Soldiers. So the Buffalo Soldiers of the Pacific Northwest is the story of the African-American soldiers, as I once said, who served between the Civil War and the 20th century and their impact in this region. It's told through a mix of talking heads, historians, reenactments, photographer, uh, photography, animation and scenes showing how the Buffalo Soldiers legacy is being preserved today. Mm. Uh, the connection is through uh, Moses Williams, who is Oregon's first African-American uh, Medal of Honor recipient and buried over at uh, Fort Vancouver Post Cemetery. Okay. His life and legacy shows us the larger story of the Buffalo Soldiers. Mm. And so how did you become interested in, in the Buffalo Soldiers story in the, the Pacific Northwest? Uh, story. It's interesting. Um, I had just moved down here as a new creative transplant to the Pacific Northwest. I was living in Tacoma. Um, I wanted to get more involved in the African American film community, so I volunteered at the Langston Hughes Juneteenth celebration. 
This is an opportunity to introduce my family to this rich African-American history and feed my own passion for cinematography. While I was there, my wife and kids checked out the festival. After a while, I heard my daughter yell, ooh, horsies. <laughs> I looked up and I seen something. I seen these brothers galloping up the hill on horseback straight out of the West and I was, I was shocked. And it was almost like they was in slow motion. And she was like, who are they, daddy? And I was surprised she didn't know and, and I had kind of forgot myself and then it clicked to me that those are the Buffalo Soldiers. And so, but previously you'd known about the history of the Buffalo Soldiers and, and how did you learn about that? I learned about it, I guess, through the same as most people, through a Bob Marley song, right? And then I think I seen a Danny Glover movie uh, a long time ago, but that was about the extent of my knowledge, right? And I knew my daughter didn't have any knowledge because she don't know that song or seen that movie. Mm -hmm. So it was somebody's responsibility to get this information to our young kids or we lose our, our history, right? That's exactly right, yeah. And that's what we're supposed to be talking about this month and, and realistically uh, <laughs> all the time, not, not just this month. Um, and so what do you think it stands out to you as some of the things that you learned throughout the process of putting this film together and researching who the Buffalo Soldiers of the Pacific Northwest were? You know, uh, I learned so much. This is my first feature film. Uh, shout out to JB, Jer Jerry Bell. He's, he's uh, my co-director. He's done a feature film. His, his, um, his knowledge uh, on set has been invaluable. What I've learned, uh, you know, that was something that took me by surprise is about the Buffalo Soldiers and the Native American experience, right? We wasn't, when I started the film, I wanted to just give a shout out to these American heroes. But, you know, after research and diving more into the project, it was something that we couldn't ignore and something that was complex, that history's complex, so we, uh, we needed to tell the whole story. And when you talk about that complicated history, I... I I noted in the trailer that uh, that I saw um, some of the uh, kind of historical um, experts that you you talked to um, at the, about the, cor the course of the film. One of them mentioned about the the kind of the tense relation, <laughs> probably even more than that, <laughs> um, about how Native Americans felt about the the Buffalo Soldiers. Um, you know, how they didn't necessarily think of them as heroes. Um, and I wonder if you could talk about what that relationship was like. Well, so to, you know, just to put it plain, uh, plainly, the, the, the Buffalo soldiers were ex-slaves. Um, they, they fought after the Civil War. This was right after the Civil War in 1866. Congress uh, signed the Reorganization Act and, and brought, uh, it was the first time African Americans can serve in the Army. Uh, to keep African Americans from the east where white uh, people were predominantly at, they put them in the west. They wanted to conquer the west and uh, move America west. So who's on the west is the Native Americans. And you know, they mainly started by fighting the Native Americans. And, and the Indian Wars, right? Right, and you know, as I was kind of thinking about that, like, the position that they must have been in to Crazy. essentially be the tip of the spear right. for manifest destiny. Yes, manifest you know, destiny. Um, that must have been a very 
to say the least difficult position for them to be in. You know, is it right? They're 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 former sharecroppers, right? So I'm right now we look at it as a difficult position, right? But I'm sure for a former former sharecropper who was making nothing, right, and come from slavery to be given thirteen dollars an hour now, and you know what I mean, and a uniform and the the mind, you know other people to oppress other than themselves. I mean, it has, yeah, it's, comp- it's complex. It's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of reflective of a lot of decisions that uh, black people have historically had to make yeah. uh, in this country. Um, so you mentioned Moses Williams earlier, and I wonder if you could tell our listeners a little bit more uh, about him and who he was. Like I said, he was Oregon's first Medal of Honor recipient. He served out at Fort Stevens. Uh, he died at 54 alone uh, and buried in Fort Vancouver. But this film follows his life from his beginning as a slave through his successful career in the United States Army. And to put this film together, um, as I understand it, you received like kind of a prestigious grant uh, or, or funding to uh, to help uh, put this together. I wonder if you could talk about that. Yeah, so we received tremendous local support for this project. Um, I'm actually... We we this is a Pacific Northwest history, so we received grants from Seattle, Vancouver, Tacoma, Portland, of course. Uh, we also received a national fellowship through Firelight Media, which is Stanley Nelson's uh, Firelight Media. And uh, you know, in you mentioned kind of some of the aspects of the uh, of the documentary, you know, animation and uh, um, and uh, you know interviews. Um, but also there's rea- reenactments. Yes, great reenactments. Yeah, and I wanted to ask you about that process of uh, of directing those those scenes. What was that like, uh, putting that together? That was a rough day. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it was just one day? It, we did it in a day. Oh, wow, right. okay. <laughs> we did it in a day. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know how to describe it. You know, uh, th- thanks again for JB. He was there and was able to help control the set, but there was a lot of people on set. But we got amazing footage. We were out there with the drone. We got we shot with a red scarlet 5K, right? We're, we're shooting the best quality film. Um, it was a rough day. But we got, and thanks, shout yeah. out to the Buffalo Soldiers of Seattle's Living History Group who first inspired this story. Right, and they 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 supplied us with the reenactment. They supplied us with the horses. They went above and beyond. So shout out to those guys. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because uh, you know when you're <laughs> when you're doing something like that, you know you're you're controlling the elements of actors. You know, obviously you have it's outdoors. You have costumes. You have weapons. You have horses. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's. Yeah. it's it's a lot of things to to put together. Um, so you it, know. Took, it took a lot of planning, yeah, right, and um, a lot of people responsible for their own areas of expertise. Uh, one of the 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 fellow that owned the ranch, his name was Jerome Young, and he can he controlled his horses. He controlled them to a T, right. Uh, Jerry helped control in front of the camera, and I was basically logistics, making sure everything worked everybody had what they need to make sure that they're able to do their job 
filmmaking uh, is a collaborative thing. Nobody can do this alone. Yeah, yeah. Well, let, let's talk about that a little bit because uh, I want to ask you uh, a little bit about your background. Um, how did you get into filmmaking? Interesting enough, enough that um, I used to live in Portland back in 2009, and this is where I learned filmmaking, right? Portland is the place where I was inspired and wanted to get back, get away from Denver, and you know, because I had kind of got stuck in a rut making web videos, um, YouTube videos that wasn't very good. I knew, and once I came out here, I knew I felt like I needed to evolve. And luckily, God blessed me with this this project. And um, who are some of the people that inspired you into filmmaking? Ava DuVernay, okay. Stanley Nelson, okay. uh, Spike. Right. Um, so many great filmmakers, uh, filmmakers of color and women. They, the people that I went to, that I, my cohorts at Firelight. Those are some such an amazing filmmakers from genres all over the world. I mean, from all over the world, from China to Jamaica, and seeing their films all inspired me. And did you go to film school, or you, you just kind of self-trained, or? Uh, self-trained classes, uh, persistence, commitment, <laughs> whatever uh, it, it took. Uh, that's how I, I kind of learned it. And so, and you mentioned the group, uh, the Seattle group, um, uh, representing the Buffalo Soldiers, kind of keeping the, the, the spirit of, of them alive. Um, yeah, they're not the yeah. only ones, but there's also a... Buffalo Soldiers Museum in Tacoma, right? You can go up there off a hilltop, go check it out. A Buffalo Soldiers Motorcycle Club in Seattle, Tacoma as well. There's also the Moses Williams chapter right here in Portland. So there's, there's, and all those people are in the film talking about how they're keeping this legacy alive. Yeah, and, and that's one of the things I just want to ask you was, what, what do you think their legacy is? The... The Buffalo Soldiers' legacy yeah. is they're our heroes, right? We have more of a history than just inner city or slavery, right? We also have badass cowboys, excuse the impression, <laughs> badass cowboys who were the real cowboys, right, that really were in the West. Uh, you, you see all these old movies and you wouldn't think so, right? But that's not true. Uh, and so, if people want to find out more <laughs> about the documentary, Buffalo Soldiers of the Pacific Northwest, uh, where can they go to find out more and, and, uh, and also support you? Check us out on Buffalo Soldiers of the Pacific Northwest on Facebook, our Facebook page. We give so much black history, uh, so much Pacific Northwest history. Or on our website, Buffalo Soldiers of the Pacific Northwest, all of that, of the, even included in that address. <laughs> <laughs> You can find us Buffalo Soldiers of the Pacific Northwest dot com, and obviously you were, uh, you know, very committed to to working on this film and and, and getting it out there for people to see. But uh, what's next? What else do you got going on that people oh, should know about? Man, so um, working on another project called Exonerated uh, to talking about the recent DNA evidence and of letting these men and women out of prison after spending twenty to thirty years. Uh, we'll talk about. Um, George Steiny, um, the first, the youngest uh, person to be executed, a uh, young black man was executed at 14. Um, so that that's, we're going deep 
Yeah. Right? But it's our history, and we, we need to uncover it because nobody's going to tell it for us. We, we got to control our own narrative, not whitewash it, and make sure that we know so it's not being repeated. 100%. And, uh, you know, as we close things out with you today, uh, you know, it's the well, second to the last day of, of Black History Month, um, and I've been asking people who have been on the show this month uh, what black history means to them. And I want to ask you, Drew Hawley, uh, one of the filmmakers behind Buffalo Soldiers of the Pacific Northwest, uh, what black history means to you? Black history is my history. It means me. It means my my past, my ancestors, what runs through my veins. Um, and it's not just one month. It's every day, right? It's every day for me. <laughs> well said. I couldn't have put it any better myself. <laughs> Thanks, Jason. My <laughs> that was absolutely perfect. I wish I had that... Uh, at my uh, fingertips to be able to uh, nah, express you my... Use, you can use that one now. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, yeah. thank goodness it was being recorded because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen back to that. I'm going to perpetuate it as if it was my own. Here's your shirt. Make uh, sure you're ro- rocking it. We have shirts too yeah, and hats. Thank you so much. Yeah, oh, people can go, go get merch at the uh, at the website. They hit them one more time with the website. Buffalo Soldiers of the Pacific Northwest.com. Of the two. Please put that in there too. Excellent. Uh, well, thank you so much for joining me today. Drew Holly, uh, one of the filmmakers behind the documentary Buffalo Soldiers of the Pacific Northwest. I really appreciate you joining me on the show today. Thanks so much, Jason. I appreciate you having me. All right, and we'll be back to wrap up the show in just a moment.